You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there. It's time for another rip-roaring episode of your favorite pop and geek culture show, Nerd Overload. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. While still sequestered separately. We are all still sequestered <laughs> separately for safety. I'm trying to think of where I'm uh, I'm bunkered in at currently. We we all collectively said uh, a Zeppelin. Per- I'm going oh. underground this time. <laughs> yeah. I'm in I'm in prison. Prison? Okay. I'm going to be there. I got put in prison. No. <laughs> Hollowed out volcano is where I'm at, I think. Oh, yeah. Hollowed out volcano lair. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. So I, who else? I, go- I'm, I'm in I'm in Cheyenne Mountain. I'm looking at the Stargate right now. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, space, space station, the nerd overload <laughs> space station. <laughs> That'd be dope. So. Uh, so, yeah. Who wants to go first with our check them outs? I mean, my only check them out this week is I finally, you know, two weeks later than everybody else. I saw uh, Tiger King. I, I watched it. You still you haven't should. watched it. You should. I don't want I don't want to. Well, Dude. I mean, that's fair. Your your yeah. decisions are valid, but also you got to watch this thing. It's it's <laughs> kind of insane. It's it's a trip. Like, I know it's one of those things where, like, it feels like a honey boo boo situation where you're like, I don't want to see that. Absolutely. But it's, but it's not that it's not it's, it's not kind that. Of that. It's kind of that. Yeah, it has a little more going on. It's a, uh, it's like faux intellectual honey boo boo. A little bit, yeah. It, um, I'll be it honest. Does, oh, go ahead. It does disguise itself as a documentary. It does, yeah. And I, I truly believe that this show may have started as a documentary, but as it kind of gotten further into the the Joe Exotic story it kind of took that that turn um out of everybody i think i hate doc the most yeah i i hard agree yeah i think he is the absolute he's the absolute pits man he's the one that is the cult leader allegedly (laughs) allegedly but pretty much (laughs) but pretty much yeah yeah doc was pretty bad um that jeff Lowe guy Oh yeah, he's he's dirty as all get out. Oh yeah, and the way he he screwed over his new partners in that last episode, the way he was talking about it, insane. And I I think Joe Exotic should not be in prison for that long. For twenty two years, I think twenty two years seems a little steep. Oh, he'll get out early because he's turning information on all of the other ones. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. He did hire a hitman. Allegedly. Do it anyway. Allegedly. Allegedly. Watch also, the show, you would know the whole story. <laughs> well, I read up. I read up about it. It all. Well, the way the documentary made it seem, and again, it documentaries can be creatively edited to put forth whatever story they want, but it almost made it seem as though Joe was set up as kind of a patsy a little bit. I mean, that Carol chick should probably go to prison too. The things done to those animals. She's just as guilty. Well, she's guilty of way more things as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, the whole episode on Carol Baskin was crazy. And, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, uh, it was crazy. And I guess I, my brain while watching it kind of sparked some of those, you you know how you get like a memory that you haven't thought about for years and it just kind of pops up. I think I watched that hard copy episode about the, (laughs) the woman who lost her husband that owned all the big cats because that seemed really familiar to me. And I don't know why Mm. crazy. The big cat owner that I felt was the most sympathetic, I think, was the guy that was basically Tony Montana, the the former drug kingpin. <laughs> yeah. He seemed like he genuinely loved his big cats and didn't have his zoo open for the public. He wasn't trying to raise money for the public. He was just he just liked owning big cats. <laughs> I love my big cats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, that whole show was was wild. I wish they wouldn't have done that last episode with Joel McHale uh, interviewing the other ones. I don't. It wasn't. It was kind of a sour end to the whole the whole thing. I didn't care for that too much. I I don't think Joel McHale was the right host for that situation either. He, he really wasn't. He was really making fun of everybody, and it it wasn't right. It wasn't right, especially because a lot of those folks they don't. They don't have much. They didn't ask to be the way they are. They just, they're just trying to live their life. They don't need to be poked fun at. Yeah. Joel McHale can be good, but there's definite situations where you don't, he's not a good choice. And that's one of them. Absolutely. Another, another one was the game awards like four years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think Joel McHale, what you should say is, Hey, could Chevy Chase have done this back in the 70s? And if the answer is no, then you don't hire Joel McHale for it because personality-wise, I think they're very similar. They're on-screen persona. Off-screen persona, yeah. I'm sure Joel McHale is a much nicer person than than Chevy Chase, certainly. But on-screen persona, I think they are very similar. And yeah. I mean, he was great on The Soup. He was great on Community, but... yeah. Yeah. Oh man, the soup. That's something I haven't watched in a long time. Ah, uh, yeah. He had a short-lived Netflix show that was pretty good too. That was the same thing, but they didn't didn't keep it for some reason. In Netflix's infinite wisdom, the algorithm did not smile upon Joel on that day. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> Blessed be the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, that was pretty much all I've checked out this week. I mean, other than the usual just bumming around YouTube, finding stuff and uh, playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. I've still been playing the Animal Crossing at least once a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get on. I get on two or three times, if not more. I'll check it in the morning and do my big stuff. And then I'll then I'll hop on in the evening for a little bit and catch some fish. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely do a lot of night bug hunting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Making my town look real crisp, you know. I've I've definitely uh, like leaned back into a more casual uh, approach. Sure. To Animal Crossing, but I still really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I would be upset if I missed a day and didn't get my Nook Miles bonus. Oh yeah, right. of course. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, we started watching another another hot documentary, another hot doc. Another hot doc. Okay, I like it. Uh, the McMillions about the McDonald's Monopoly game. Oh yeah, I'm to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's on Hulu for a limited time because HBO is being nice, I guess, mm, mm. <laughs> because of COVID. And uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty entertaining. There's some wild, there's one particular uh, FBI agent, I think his name is like Doug Matthews. He's just, he's like a hilarious character. Just like a really gung ho, like goofy FBI agent. Like you wouldn't think he was the FBI agent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? That's apparently why he's good at the job too. He said. <laughs> he's he's un, he's unassuming. Well, no, he's like loud and like. Uh, <laughs> see, it's hard to describe. He's he's a character. He like has a, a funny personality and, and like he's a little bit of a jockiness to him. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a little bit, and he's got a little bit. What of, does this have to do with horse racing? Oh <laughs> no, the other kind of jock. <laughs> Uh, okay. And uh, uh, and he's he's got a cockiness to him that is entertaining. It's about the fraud surrounding the uh, McDonald's Monopoly game, where like a bunch of the same or linked together related people won it in a row uh, because it was some kind of inside job. Yeah, I remember reading there was a huge expose about it um, six months or a year or so ago on some website. But uh, I remember them making the documentary, but I haven't watched it yet. But that sounds it sounds fascinating. Honestly, it is. I mean, it's no Tiger King, but it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's at least more of a legitimate documentary than Tiger King. (laughs) We're still like we're on the last half of the last episode. So we still don't know like how they're pulling how they were pulling it off. I'm worried that the reveal isn't going to be wild enough to uh, merit that many episodes of the show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because it, it kind of seems like something they could have knocked out in a film length instead of a five-episode, like, five-hour series. Mm-hmm. But it's still good. I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that actually, I'm going to have to check that one out. That sounds pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I would before HBO takes it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same with Detective Pikachu is on Hulu for free. Oh, it is. That's, an, that's another thing that they are nice enough to let you watch. Yeah, oh, I, saw, I saw that today when I was scrolling to Hulu. I was like, huh, neat. Excellent. Yeah, I'll have to uh, check that one out as well. I have to rewatch that one again. I I liked it the first time around. I, I'm interested. In I did, too. It, it was again. a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't hold up to uh, a lot of a lot of thought. Like there's a lot of plot holes in it, but it was okay. It was a good movie. It almost seemed more like a graphics test than anything. Yeah, and those graphics were really good. Yeah, yeah. Seeing the Pokemon was fun enough to carry the whole movie for me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I just sat in the theater, just thrilled at like, oh, there's. Whatever Pokemon. I loved the Slack Kings asleep in every shot that they're in. Yeah. yeah. But I also hate the sound that Slack King makes in Pokemon Go. It's the worst. Oh, I, I turned the uh, the uh, audio off on that thing as soon as it... Every time it resets, I, it's the first thing I do is turn off the audio. Because I yeah, don't I ne- hear it. I never have the audio, the sound, or the music on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, did you see they're actually doing a bunch of a bunch more stuff to make it easier to play at home, the Pokemon Go? Yeah, they've been really attentive about it. 
Yeah, they're they're doing another thing where they um, a week from Saturday on the tw- the twenty fifth, I think it is, is a community day, and mm-hmm. instead of three hours, it's six hours, and um, you can turn on an incense, and it will last for three hours instead of so How, that you like can sit at home. Hour? Yeah, so you can sit at home and and play the whole game, and so, that's cool. Yeah, and they're also doing a thing where they're going to introduce an item that allows you to do gym raids from your nearby list. Oh, cool. So as long as you're close, it's close enough to pop up on your radar, it'll still work. They said that at first it's going to be the same as being right there, but once the quarantine is over, they're going to say, okay, if you're physically at the place, you get a attack boost, and if you are calling in from nearby you get a attack reduction ah so they're so they'll still have it so they won't be taking features away they'll just be kind of decreasing the usefulness i wish they could have been this attentive when the game first came out oh sure oh yeah (laughs) well when the first when the game first came out it was hey you're supposed to get up and walk around and do things now you can't so (laughs) yeah it's either they have to do this and and learn to adapt or they'll just stop being useful they'll stop being a game i missed that week when there was world peace and everybody was out catching pokemon absolutely same here we'll we'll never see something like that ever again that was wild (laughs) that was that was wild yeah stopping random people in parks saying hey pokemon yeah 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 that is true that is definitely a cultural thing that will never happen again yeah they tried to do it again with that stinky Harry Potter game, but it was bad. It was not great. I'm sure if they would have if they would have came out with that closer to the hype of Harry Potter still being culturally relevant, sure, it might have been a different story. Sure, and it got to be very apparent that they were using Harry Potter Go to test out features that would eventually be implemented into Pokemon Go. I mean, that's what uh, Star Wars Galaxy was for S- uh, for uh, SEO. It was yeah, a testing yeah. bed for features for EverQuest 2. Mm-hmm. And Champions Online became a testing bed for something. It was another game in their system. In their, in their, well, uh, Perfect World has so much stuff. Neverwinter yeah. was what it was. Neverwinter, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Which is a good game, actually. Yeah, that's what I hear. That, you know, that is the one thing I have been able to successfully avoid during this whole lockdown is hopping back on an MMO, hopping back (laughs) into an MMO. I've thought about it. The thought has crossed my mind, but nah, not going to happen. I've like dabbled in fantasy star online too, a little bit, but Mm -hmm. like, I'm kind of disappointed in it. Yeah. I waited so long for that game and like, it's just, it's a lot. They they piled a lot of stuff in there, and it's a lot to parse. Mm-hmm. It's like I uh, I go where when for why how, like, <laughs> and it, it feels like they're dumping like eight years of content on you all at once. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you know it was a gradual release when it came out in Japan, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like here now that we have it, it's just like whoa. <laughs> it has a fully featured casino in it though, which is kind of neat. Oh yeah. Like oh, you can, right you can, you can gamble, uh, you can do slot machines or like space blackjack. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. For like cosmetic items for your character. Mm. 
It's neat. I just don't. I don't think it was worth waiting this long. It probably would have been a lot cooler, like you know, eight years ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Josh, do you have any uh, checkums? I know you've been uh, you've been uh, absent the last couple of weeks. Do you have anything worth uh, Which mentioning? Is going on your permanent record. It is going on your permanent record. Yes. You, you say this every time I miss a show. <laughs> and they're you piling one more, up. You're going to have to come in for Saturday school. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go out into the world in my little bubble and roll around <laughs> at the speed of sound. Well, Animal Crossing. Lots sure. of Animal Crossing. I watched all of Tuca and Birdie. It's good. It's so good. Yeah, it definitely it definitely got better as it went on. Those first couple episodes were a little what also their world is really weird and I love the fact they make a joke about it. I love meta jokes. <laughs> I wish it would have got a second season. It really deserved one. Yeah, but it also had a decent enough ending that it's like, well, it told its story. It's done. But yeah, it was, it was all right. I mean, there's a lot of boobs and butts in that show. Yeah, but not done in a male gazy type of way. <laughs> well, no, it was more like kind of in a gag kind of way. Yeah, they're just there. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> I don't know, like the, whole, like the opening has that one building that has flopping boobies on it. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I've been watching Clone Wars. Well, the new season of Clone Wars anyway. Oh, cool, cool. And there's only four episodes left, and I'm like, are they really going to be able to tell the story they want to tell in those four episodes? Because they're talking about how it's supposed to end like with the with order 66 and everything and i don't know if they're going to be able to do that fast enough yeah not necessarily i know at at the very least ahsoka's uh story is going to continue because rosario dawson was cast to play the character in mandalorian season two right or at least it's a rumor anyway i don't know i'm not sure if it's been 100 percent confirmed yet i thought it was i thought it was confirmed i mean I, i could be wrong i could be wrong yeah. So at the very least, that character's story is not going to end. Well, even at the end of Rebels, they say that she's out there looking for people who went missing by the end of Rebels. Uh, I, don't wanna, okay. I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to spoil things because I'm not sure. sure how many people have actually seen the show or not. Not everybody. Surely, was I, sure. I just Rebels. mostly wanted to bring up Rosario Dawson. Cause, well, I mean, uh, she's I mean, great. She's great. <laughs> but I love the character. I love Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Like, I get why people, like, when that first Clone Wars animated movie came out and people were like, this is dumb, this is dumb, this is dumb. But then when they did the Clone Wars series and just expanded upon it and everything, and you see the characters grow and everything, it's it's great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then when Rebels, and then I was sad, you know, that Clone Wars ended and blah, blah, blah. We never found out what happened to anybody. And then when she popped up in Rebels and I was like, hey, cool, awesome. <laughs> Rebels is good, too. Rebels is fantastic, and like being like congruent with everything that was going at, going on at the time, like with the Star Wars franchise, with like Rogue One and stuff coming out and making references to Rebels and everything. I was like, this is nice. Though I've still yet to watch Rise of the Resistance or whatever that other show is. I'm worried it's not going to be as good. I've, it, heard, I, I've read I, it's not as good. I think I watched like two minutes of it on Disney plus, And I'm like, Oh, this is very clearly for little kids. <laughs> well, that stinks. Yeah. It did not seem very good. 
Like I, I keep, I keep meaning to play other video games and stuff, but I just don't seem to. You oh, gotta sure. get that Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, you've been playing a little bit of that. How's that? Uh, how's that been going? A little bit. Oh, I've been playing a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> it is excellent. Like I absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, I think it it, it differs from the original enough to be very interesting, but keeps the is similar enough to stoke the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a delight to be able to hang out with these characters again. I played the demo. And that's basically the start of the game. The only, the only thing it, that's different from the beginning of the game and the demo is there's like a little bit more of a cutscene before it goes into the exact same beginning as the original game. Right. And they add a little more, they show you Nibelheim pretty early on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've been watching let's plays of it. I, you know, I don't have a PlayStation four, so I can't really play it. Uh, And, uh, they can't release it for PC day and date as, uh, PS four, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to wait on it, but uh, it looks really great. I really enjoy the battle system. I thought, I thought it was gonna, I was worried about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause usually when they play with uh, real time battle systems like that in final fantasy, usually don't care for it but this one this one really works (laughs) i mean it's it's grown-up kingdom hearts yeah and that's awesome also that scorpion robot boss was ridiculous took me forever to beat that yeah all the bosses are pretty tough they don't they don't hold back (laughs) (laughs) some of the enemies don't freaking hold back either because when you're escaping in those stupid ninja humanoid bad guys soldier dudes oh yeah the, the shinra elite guys yeah. Yeah, those guys can be tough. The Voldos? Yeah, yes. the Voldos. Yeah, they are definitely Voldos from from Soul Calibur. I don't know, like it's not bad. I mean, it is like you said it is nice to kind of go back and, you know, revisit this franchise that I played a lot as a kid. But at the same time, it's not even really my favorite Final Fantasy. I don't get why Square Enix keeps harping on it so bad. It's at least in my top 3. Yeah, Maybe. I would say it's pretty high up there for me as well. I have a theory about this game that I don't know if I want to share it until until at least one of us has finished it, but I kind of have a theory about what's going on with it and why things are similar but not quite not quite the same outside of the the actual reason, which was they got to make things different so that it's not a carbon copy. Yeah, I'm I'm like halfway concerned that they're gonna pull some like wild twist like that Dragon Quest movie does. I don't know if you guys watched that. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, well, should I spoil what no. the twist? No, don't. Okay. No, Cause it's out of nowhere. Cause it does have a wild twist. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Just from what I have seen in this game, I, yeah, I have, I have an idea what's going on with it, but we'll, we'll discuss that later on or off mic at the very least. <laughs> oh man. Now I want to play it. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jones and real bad. Yeah. All of a sudden, Cody's mic goes quiet for the next half hour. <laughs> hear that, or we just hear smashing Buster Buster sword sounds. It actually doesn't do that. Although, although Barrett sings that at least three times, <laughs> and that's great. That's perfect. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there, like I, I was like after every fight, I was missing the 
the uh, the menu of seeing the treasure and loot you picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hearing that do 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 do. I love that they're allowing Barrett to be as cr- just crazy as I always kind of assumed he was. <laughs> He's was completely w- off his rocker. I was worried he was just going to be the stereotype that he is in the original game. I mean, he's just Mr. T in the original game. Yeah, well, they they took him away from Mr. T and made him fanatical street preacher. Yeah, and it's wonderful. And he's got he's just he's got a little more depth. He's he does. A, he's a little more smart about like being a revolutionary. <laughs> Rather like, than I have a I have a gun. Yeah, I have a gun for an arm, and I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Cody, how far are you into it? Um, what did I just do? Have you at least gotten to Sector Seven? The like the seventh, seventh heaven, the bar and stuff. Well, I mean, like just walking around and doing odd jobs around Sector Seven. Oh yeah, yeah, I did that a long time ago. Last thing I did was um, walking uh, Aerith home. Oh, okay. So you are past the point of probably my least favorite insert character for the new game, Chadley. Chadley, he's a little tech boy. He is, but he sticks out like a sore thumb. He looks like he was pulled from Final Fantasy 15. Or 13. Or 13 or something. He looks yeah. completely out of place with everything else. In He does. He kind of looks like Hope from Final Fantasy 13. Oh, crap. My laptop battery is going to die. Oh, oh no. Okay. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come <laughs> back, we'll get into some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash nerd overload now.
she never tired But now she won't be coming back with the rest If these are life's lessons, she'll take That was wide open spaces by the Dixie Chicks. Because <laughs> we're all yearning for that right now, it feels like. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, so let's get into a little bit of news. And the first thing we have here on the docket is um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has been looking for a new director. And it looks like it finally found one with Sam Raimi. Known Which is for- a really strong pick i feel like he is yeah yeah uh he has a really strong background in both horror movies with the evil dead films and dark man to some extent and also uh superhero films with the first three spider-man movies and dark man to some extent (laughs) (laughs) so yeah this is great news i'm really excited i hope marvel is able to let him kind of do his own thing yeah if you were going to ask me who should direct a Doctor Strange movie and Guillermo del Toro is not available, then it would be Sam Raimi. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you imagine Doctor Strange with all those crash zooms? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so good. Where's Bruce Campbell going to show up? Because he uh, has to. Imagine if, he, imagine if he was Doctor Strange, though. Oh, that would be pretty great. He he would be a way better Doctor Strange than Benedict Cumberbatch, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah, he would be. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I, I still think Jeffrey Combs, like late 80s Jeffrey Combs, would be the perfect Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine a Stuart Gordon Doctor Strange? Oh, God, that'd be so good. It'd be so messed up. 
he died recently too. He, he did. He did. Yeah, that's a that's a shame because yeah. he's one of my favorite directors. Yeah, but uh, but no, I think Bruce Campbell would do a good job as like I don't think he would be a great like main villain for Doctor Strange, but either make him a an informant for Doctor Strange, some some sort of magical informant or something like that. Like, don't make him Nightmare. Don't make him Dormammu. Don't make him. A major oh. thing because it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's I love the guy, but it, it's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I think Benedict Cumberbatch is already Dormammu. Oh, he was the voice of Dormammu in that one. Yeah, but I if they decide to bring Dormammu in as an actual character Kinda in like the, the second one, they're going to actually have to find someone to play the character. I just watched a riff a riff tracks movie that had Bruce Campbell in it, and it was bad oh uh, yeah well, icebreaker yeah it was like icebreaker so they had it had sean Aston mm. and bruce campbell and bruce campbell was like a evil terrorist who was also bald they made him shave his head oh why would you do that i don't know but it was an awful movie that sounds and terrible it, it feels like it should have been way older than it was there was yeah. one point where one of the riff tracks guys goes and remember this was a year before they filmed Fellowship of the Ring. And I was like, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That's crazy. Because it's just like Bruce Campbell is a terrorist that holds a ski lodge hostage. And Sean Astin is like this like ski bro. What was he just like a maintenance guy or something? Like, no, so it wasn't it. clear. Yeah, it, it was awful, but it was also hilarious. The Rift Tracks guys did a really good job. Oh, that sounds that sounds rotten. Wow. <laughs> it was on their Twitch channel. They have a very good Twitch channel that's just constantly playing different Rift Tracks uh, mm. movies. And we spent a good, like, an entire day watching <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know who um, Bruce Campbell would be good as in a Doctor Strange movie? Damien Hellstrom, the son of the devil, the son of Satan. Like, yeah. uh, but like reimagine him as like this pompous, like business suit wearing kind of sleaze bag. That would be like perfect. Yeah. Oh, like Lucifer and Lucifer. Uh, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I could see him doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some Someday we might be able to go into a movie theater to watch this movie. Uh, maybe someday. Yeah. They did. Uh, they did put a date back on um, Black Widow. Oh, they did. Yeah. It's like yeah. November something, right? Yep. November which is, 22nd. Which is weird. Yeah, it's weird that they pushed it back this that far. Well, not, but, no, not even so much that. It's the fact that a, a, a Marvel movie coming out, not in the spring. Yeah, but I can understand why they would rather push it back than just re- dump it onto Streaming Disney Plus or yeah. something like that. I it's can understand big, that. It's too big of a movie to dump onto streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a shame that it's delayed, though, again. And like, it's already a movie that should have came out eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, same with uh, New Mutants. That one got pushed back again. And I think that one's been pushed back. What, like five, six years at this point? <laughs> at least Blackwater didn't get pushed into January. True. Yeah. That wouldn't have been a good sign. That would. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, January has a name that we cannot say on air, (laughs) but it's a name for movies that get dumped into January. Yeah, January is where Hollywood puts their trash. It's where where movies go to die. 
And yeah. they're endless trash. Endless trash. <laughs> I clapped. I clapped when I saw it. <laughs> oh, speaking of superhero movies or superhero based media that has a magic y bend to it. See how I did that there? Nice. You That's know, professional radio. <laughs> professional radio. J.J. Uh, Abrams has signed on to HBO Max to direct a number of different things, including a Justice League Dark TV series. What are you guys' thoughts? Shouldn't they do a, like a movie? Isn't that movie level? I wish it was movie <laughs> level. I don't believe it's ever going to be because Justice League Dark, it's the catch-all for anyone in the DC universe that has magic powers and are vaguely good guys. <laughs> vaguely. DC has so many good magic characters too. They do, but they always end up going back to the same five or six. Like <laughs> Shazam. Shazam, Zatanna, Constantine. John Constantine, Swamp Thing sometimes. Dead Man. Dead Man. Yeah. Clarion, Clarion the Witch Boy. <laughs> Clarion the Witch Boy. Yeah. I, that's a weird one. I don't know why they keep <laughs> going back a, to that. He's one. a villain though. Well, he's yeah. he's an anti-hero sometimes. He's a boy. He doesn't know better. He's a young boy in, in, in period attire. He doesn't yeah. know better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they're going to do a mini series. Now, there's not too much news about this. I I understand why they don't want to do a movie because these characters are not name like household names. I could say Zatanna Zatara, the, the magician girl, and no one outside of us three are going to know who that is. And that's a, well, one, that's a shame. No, that's not necessarily true. Cause she was pretty prominent in justice league unlimited. Okay. And so she's, so she's before, one of the characters in the, uh, DC superhero girls. Okay. So, so if, so if there was an under 12 year old girl around, she would know who's the channel. She would know was. who that is. That's okay. Very true. <laughs> you she got also, me there. She also does pop up quite a bit in the, um, the various, shared universe of the DC animated movies that come out from time to time. Yeah. I'm just saying she's not quite as big a, uh, uh, name as wonder woman or <laughs> you could, Batman. You can say the same thing about the entire cast of, uh, um, birds of prey. And that didn't stop them there. But then again, that didn't do very good. Unfortunately, Harley Quinn is a, is a household name. Yeah. But black canary isn't. And, not necessarily because they were both on arrow yeah i get yeah that gives them a little more and as long as the team has one household name i think you can get away with having the rest of them being kind of known or lesser known characters true iron man set off the mcu and before that he was a b-tier avenger true I would say Zatanna is a B-tier DC character. I'd say Zatanna is, but she's still not a household name. Yeah. If and, was, like, and nobody's going to know about her dad. Zatara? Zachary yeah. Zatara? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but up there with, like, Martian Manhunter. She would be, yeah, she's right there with Martian Manhunter. You're absolutely right. I think if one of the characters, like, I guess the biggest name character on Justice League Dark would be... John Constantine because he had his own show. Yeah. And a movie with Keanu Reeves and a movie. That's very true. Yeah. So I guess he would be the named, like the big name character, but still the, the point being, I can understand why they're doing a TV series, a limited TV series instead of a, a full length movie. 
I don't know if I like J.J. Abrams doing it, though. Like, hasn't he done enough? <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> like, Very, done, sir. Yeah. Like, good can... point. Good point. But I think he's in a pro- producer role. I don't think uh-huh. he's in a director's role. It's like, can't we have somebody else come in and ruin our beloved properties? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish they would do sh- uh, a team more like Shadow Pact which was the precursor to Justice League Dark. And it was even more obscure magic characters from the <laughs> comics, like Ragman, the man who can absorb villains and turn them into patches <laughs> the man on his... who, The no. man who rag. <laughs> the man who rag. And like Blue, wow. Blue Devil and like... Um, oh, oh, gosh. Etrigan. Et- Etrigan the Demon was, was, a, was a member. That's true. Yeah. And... Uh, Etrigan the Demon Man. (laughs) (laughs) See, that gets Jack Kirby era comics and Arthurian legend into it because Jason Blood, his human form was a magician in um, King Arthur's court, right? Something like that. He was a knight who was mortally wounded in a fight with uh, Morrigan and and Merlin bound Etrigan to Jason Blood to make him live or survive or something. Something like that, yeah. But it also made him immortal. Yep, 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 yep. I just, I don't understand why J.J. Abrams gets all this, like, weight to swing around. When he, like, he's never made anything that was, like, that good. Like, he's yeah. just made passable to to okay movies. Lost. Was that good, though? Yeah, it was good until that final season. Yeah. So I've only, like, had a passing, like, I've maybe seen a couple of Lost in the background while I was doing other stuff, which is not the way to watch that show, I imagine. Your yeah. home's good. Yeah. Uh, Alias was good. I liked, I liked the Star Trek movies. Did it feel like Star Trek? Not necessarily, but I still enjoyed them. They felt they were perfectly passable. They were perfectly fine uh, sci-fi action movies. They weren't really Star Trek, but... Yeah. Then again, the current Star Trek on uh, CBS All Access is not Star Trek either. So what are you going to do? Nobody wants to make Star Trek anymore. Well, <laughs> nobody Star wants to Trek make it the right way. They nobody wants cerebral Star, Star Trek. They want big explosions and knife fights. <laughs> That's too hard. You have to write good. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to do that. <laughs> Current Star Trek is like the high school jock who's decided I could write a Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have space battles and laser beams. <laughs> Pew pew. I don't know. I just wish it was somebody more interesting that would like do something neat with it. I agree. But if, if they find a a decent director to uh, attach to it and a decent like showrunner to attach to it, I think they could do some interesting stuff. Speaking of things, getting TV shows, they're apparently making a uh, TV show out of mist. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The uh, point and click hypercard stack that was infinitely popular in the 90s in the <laughs> mid 90s early 2000s i can only assume the tv show is going to be two hours of somebody like turning a valve and pushing six keys on a piano over and over again and and name dropping ribbon yeah <laughs> <sighs> you know i never played mist when i was a kid the only exposure i had to that was i um for one year for Christmas, I got a, a like it was one of those 
you buy them in the store and you get like seven or eight different uh, CDs of various cheaply made games. And I mean, a lot of the uh, You Don't Know Jacks came from that pack. But one of the games was called Pissed, P-Y-S-T. Oh, and my it was, God. I, I remember had, that. I remember I had that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing a little bit of Pissed. And it I mean, I didn't get the joke fully because I didn't realize it was a parody of Mist. But it was a lot of the same scenes from Mist, but they like drew trash on them and like a like a dirty diaper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then at the end, John Goodman was in a hot tub. Yeah. I don't think that I ever was, got to that point, but uh, yeah. It's pretty much the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? It was a really dumb game, but it was called uh, Dear Avenger. I remember seeing it like on a shelf at like Walmart Same or whatever. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like another one of those like stupid parody computer games. And like I had a couple of friends uh, when I was younger and they were like one of the only people that had a computer in my friend circle growing up. And it was so stupid. Like it was like the, it was a parody of like Deer Hunter or whatever or whatever Deer Hunter was at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those were so popular when they came out. Yeah, they were. <laughs> but yeah, it was like stupid stuff like that, and it was like a point and click like video game with just a lot of visual dumb jokes. Nice. That's I've I've never liked Mist, and I love point and click adventure games. But Miss is just like so light on story, and mm-hmm. all all the puzzles are like super obtuse. Like to hit these switches right. Hope you can figure that out. Like <laughs> and after coming from something like a like a Monkey Island or just anything LucasArts made, and then playing Miss, it's like these are really pretty pre-rendered like backgrounds, but these puzzles are bad. <laughs> <laughs> What you're telling me is you're more of a Siberia person. Yeah. (laughs) It's just all the puzzles are just like there to be there and serve no narrative purpose. And they're all more like brain teasers than they are video game puzzles. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then they're not even that good of brain teasers either. Because like the seventh guest is a game that's kind of like missed, but I like that one. Say what you can about not liking Mist and stuff, but the most part, I feel like pe- people, at least within our age range that played a lot of video games, know exactly what Mist was. Yeah, sure. And and Riven, to an extent, mm. the sequel to Mist. It was just like, it came out around the same time as Doom, and I'm like, well, I can play Doom or I can play Mist. <laughs> <laughs> fair, that's fair. It has all the gameplay of a slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I don't think it has enough story to. I don't know about Riven. Riven might have had more story to it that they can pull from, but I don't feel like Mist had much of a plot to it at all, really. Mm. Yeah, like I, I don't remember the story at all. Some there's a couple of like brothers that were trapped in books, and there was the guy that created the wor- Mist world, or was also in a book. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of things that have cultural touchstones that perhaps may or may not be appreciated by people in general. Uh, Dune is getting a remake. I need to read that someday. <laughs> That's what this news made me think of. I tried r- listening to the audiobook and gave up because oh. it was really dry. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing you could say about Frank Herbert. Yeah. Uh, but no, they're, re- they're redoing Dune. 
it's interesting. I have no. I I tried watching the movie as well once, and also the one with Patrick Stewart. The one with Patrick Stewart. Yeah. The yeah. David Lynch. The David Lynch one. Yeah, that one. That's the one. And I gave up about halfway through that one as well. I wish they would have made the Jordowski. Oh yeah. Have you watched that series. documentary, Jordowski's Dune? No, I need to. Oh, super good. Salvador Dali was supposed to be the the king of the universe in that. Oh man. Yeah, I I wish that version would have gotten made, but that doc is really good. It's really worth checking out. It would have been wild. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, watch El Topo and then oh, think geez. about you know if this guy made a sci-fi movie. Yeah. So I know almost nothing about Dune other than there was some I some planet with spice. There's sandworms. Sandworms. Yeah. And uh, you can kind of see the future. Okay. There's also a lot of like political pseudo religious stuff in it. Yeah. Like ruling class people over like the regular people kind of thing. It's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm looking at uh, Vanity Fair released a whole bunch of like stills from the movie. Apparently Oscar Isaac is in it and uh, Zendaya. And that's pretty cool. I like both of those actors. (laughs) Huh, I thought I thought Oscar Isaac was going to be done with me in a spaceman on a sand planet, but <laughs> I here he not. goes again. Yeah. <laughs> also, Josh Brolin is in it, I suppose. I mean, that's a lot of big, big name actors. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it looks like Zendaya has bright blue eyes. So, so well, that, 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 that's the thing with Dune. Okay. Does that make her a spice girl? Is she, is she a spice girl? <laughs> If you want to be in my movie. <laughs> oh, we could make some real good Dune jokes uh, if I knew anything about it. <laughs> oh, I w- yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so not really news per se, but I was just scrolling through Facebook and I just happened to see an ad for the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That show is still on? That's that, was my, that was my thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought this show was over. Wow. I am impressed. They should do more Agent Carter, but on Disney Plus. I agree. Absolutely oh, agree. That would be great. But we mm-hmm. still haven't seen what the rest of the with the with the MCU Disney Plus shows are gonna do yet. I know it's the only thing that's keeping me subscribed to Disney Plus. Currently, yeah. Same same here. Because I know yeah, as soon as I cancel it, they're gonna come out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to have to sign back up again. What's the p- <laughs> so what's the point of canceling it? <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, apparently Jason Momoa is in Dune. Also, yep. there's a character in Dune named Duncan Idaho. <laughs> if you were to say to me, hey, Sam, think of the most unspace name you can think <laughs> yeah. of. I believe the answer would be Duncan Idaho. <laughs> John like I could get a good burger there instead of like yeah. a, a man in space. John Cornman. <laughs> Steven <Sergeant>. Wheatfield. <laughs> Art Farmer. <laughs> uh, wait, so wait, so is this the film adaptation of a farming simulator? Yeah. <laughs> It'd make about as good of a TV show as Mist. Well, yeah. <laughs> Coming soon to streaming platforms, SimCity 2000. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the giant robot thing. Yeah, the, the eyeball robot <laughs> and all the 
all the stinky like white man jazz music that plays in the background of SimCity 2000. Oh yeah, you know, that's Will Wright tickling the ivories. Yeah. <laughs> and what is he doing? He's sitting on all that sweet, sweet spore money. Spore money. He doesn't. <laughs> they need to let him make another game. He's a good game designer, except for spore. Hello, I'm Will Wright. <laughs> Welcome to me, beautiful spores. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Monster Factory lately, and that was one of the more recent ones. I know he's not British, but they said he was British, so. <laughs> Oh my god, what was that one we watched? Oh, the one for, have you seen the one for Code Vein? I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, oh it's good. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is like top notch. <laughs> for some reason, the character creator lets them implant a tiny, sn- a tiny well, nose. It's worth it because you still get to see it. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I, I, saw the, uh, I saw the character creation episode. There's a second episode where they actually oh, play it. I haven't watched that yeah. one yet. Yeah, they implant a tiny snowman in the chest of the character. It's like Quato from, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. And then they give it the same haircut and monocle that the character has. It's hilarious. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Also, that game looked kind of good. Like, they trash on it a lot because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think it looked kind of (laughs) good. Which I guess is kind of like a Souls-like, but but easy. Which I don't know. I might like that. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's anime vampire themed. I can go for that. Man, <laughs> I, I still haven't watched the new season of Castlevania yet. We're about halfway through it. It's pre- it's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Trevor and uh, Sypha playing off each other is funny. It always has been. Like their chemistry in the in the first two seasons was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a shame that they've split up Alucard and Trevor and Sypha for at least all that I've watched so far. Because I, I like them work all working as a group was was very funny. Oh yeah, when they're like when they're like the, in the library, under, yeah, underneath uh, the Belmont House. <laughs> just just the way Trevor and Alucard bicker like little boys. <laughs> I love it. I do love it. When he first meets Alucard and he tries to kick him in the junk. <laughs> All right, hey, we have time for one more really quick thing here. Um, so what's this with uh, this thing with the uh, PS5 controller? They actually released what it looks like mm-hmm. and like what's special about it this time, um, which hopefully they stick with it. Last time, what was it? The PlayStation 3 was supposed to have all that uh, gyroscope motion oh. control stuff, and then they yeah. dumped it all. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Play- no, that was PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, they, and then they dumped it all halfway through this time it's supposed to have like haptic feedback on the joystick so you, it kind of pushes back at you to make it feel more realistic and uh, it has that on the triggers too so like if you're pulling a bow back in a game there'll be like a little bit of resistance on the on the trigger of the controller which I'm, that's all pretty cool that's pretty neat yeah Engineering wise, that sounds kind of hard to do. Like thinking about all the parts inside the controller that would make it do that. Oh yeah. That's just asking for another thing to break. Yeah. The actual like visual design of the controller is it's it's okay. It looks like they made a controller out of uh, Ray Ayanami from Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. The white, the white, black, and blue. Yeah. Yeah. You know much. there'll be other there'll be other color options. Yeah, there'll be a purple one and a red one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Get on the PlayStation 5, Shinji, or we'll make Ray into a controller. <laughs> I saw on, on the internet the other day, they, they're making Evangelion Tamagotchis. What? Yeah, and they have, like, the, they grow the angels. Oh. So you get, like, a weird monster. Oh, my gosh. That's so dumb. I would have bought it if it wasn't. It's, like, expensive, of course. Uh, sure, of course. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't see anything wrong with the PlayStation 5 controller. I don't know why people are freaking out about it. It don't look that much different. Yeah, it's not It's not like that dumb, like, boomerangy one they had on PlayStation 3. Oh, that right. silver one? That was, like, a complete U? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing was, that thing looked awful. I, I think it'll be cool as long as they support the unique things that it does. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of games that don't really use the the touchpad and the speaker and the controller like some, oh yeah some do but not 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 a lot of them do or the light the light on the front of the controller that you can't even see <laughs> you, you can see a line of it yeah i don't know what they were thinking of there you can see it reflected in your tv back at you when your game loads right <laughs> <laughs> Or like when you get caught, when you're being chased by the police in PlayStation or in Grand Theft Auto Five, and it's flashing red and blue at you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, Sony seems really good about that. Well, we came up with these good ideas, and then they never use them. Yeah. Like there was supposed to be a lot of interactive streaming stuff that the PlayStation Four was going to do, and then they just like never did anything. With just kind of backed out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they removed a lot of that stuff. Like mm. they took away like the sharing ability and whatnot on the PlayStation Five. Or on mm-hmm. the floor. So as long as they keep keep their promise on this, it could be neat. They changed the share button. Now it's a create button, mm-hmm. but it still kind of does the same thing. It's just got a different name. Oh yeah. Just give me start and select. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> I would prefer that to the switches plus and minus. I don't like those buttons. It's kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Especially the minus. The minus is kind of hard to hit. Sometimes. Uh, I don't know. I play on the, I play on my pro controller all the time, so it uh, really doesn't. That's fair. I generally have to look at them and go, which one's the plus and minus? Because <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, my stupid lizard brain always forgets. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, we have hit time here, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for now. Uh, you have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Do you have social media? We know you do. I mean, that's all we've got right now. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can call us on the uh, Nerd Overload hotline. The number for that, uh, Sam's going to tell you what that is. It is 586-372-8020. Cody, what should they call in and ask us about this week? Tell us what your favorite uh, video game system controller is. There we go. All right. You can also find all of our uh, back episodes on various podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. And lastly, we are on Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverload now. If you like the show and you want to help support us, you can head over there and find out ways to help us out. Uh, Again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week.